Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lakash, and this is the free version of Wrong Opinion on either iTunes or Spotify. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there's a full version on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrongop, where you could get full hour to hour and a half long episodes for just three bucks a month if you want just the audio. But I also have a video version, which is eight bucks a month, and you get video and audio. You get it all. I haven't even raised the prices considering the massive inflation going on, so it's really basically free. And you can just go there, patreon.com forward slash wrong OP. With that being said, here is the free version, you fucking commie. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lakash, and this is Wrong Opinion. You know, a lot of the times... I figure out what to talk about on this podcast by having interesting conversations with people I know. I'm very observant like that. Or or just uh, if, I, if I was doing something that's slightly out of the ordinary of modern life. Or while I'm doing that, I'm thinking about modern life. So I think about things. I think about things. That's why you guys are, are subscribed here because I think about things. But, you know, I have these I have interesting conversations with people close to me. And lately, what I'm more interested in is, is um, my eyes glaze over when, when someone talks to me about, oh, did you hear Pfizer? They're testing on kids, blah, blah, blah. Like all of that stuff to me is not interesting anymore because it's not surprising. Maybe by design, maybe by design, they inundate us with all these things. So then it becomes so normal that we're like, yes, yes, I know. I know that they're evil. I know Pfizer's evil. I know that the government's evil. I know that the FDA and the CDC, I know that they're all evil. Um, I want to hear about interesting things. And it might be because those things are out of our control. We have no control over the CDC. We have no control over the World Health Organization. We don't have any control over who we have leading us, really ruling over us. We don't have, it's an illusion of control. We briefly had it in 2016, and that was a major mistake, but we really don't have control over that. And you have to look at the brighter side of things. Maybe that's all good. Maybe that's all for the best. What I mean is that all of those people have control over us because we allow them to have control over us. So then when people read the news, oh my God, Pfizer's testing on kids. Um, Yeah, that's because we let them test on kids. So... I think that the new method of rebellion and the new method of taking over your own life is by literally taking over your own life and stop giving them the power to rule over you. And that doesn't mean go vote for the other person. And and by the way, that doesn't mean I'm saying don't ever vote again. You know, for instance, there's people like Joe Kent who are running for Congress. And I think that it's more symbolic than anything to have them in there. And it's good to have people on our side in there, but that's not really what's going to lead the change. What's going to lead the change is for you to stop giving the establishment power to begin with, for you to opt out of their methods of control. And I always give this this example on the podcast where people, conservatives, the conservative answer to the, 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 the critical race theory in schools is to complain to the school board. Really? That's the conservative answer. The real conservative answer would be to be a conservative. The real conservative answer would be to detach yourself from the system to begin with. Whether it be you want to homeschool your kids, fine. No school your kids, even better. Hey, no school, even better. So one of those interesting conversations I was having was with my little brother the other day. Uh, He's not in town anymore, but he was here. 
And honestly, he's low key probably the smartest person in my family. Uh, or, or it might be my my brother above me, set number two out of four. Uh, he might be the highest IQ, but the little brother might be the smartest. I don't know. It's very weird. But, um, you know, you should be paying for their podcasts, but they don't have one. So he, so you get third best or fourth best. You know, it's okay. Uh, so I at least will talk to them and then I will put it into here for you. So I was having an interesting conversation and it's because I was saying how um, how interesting it is that that time is flying so fast. My my boy, my son is going to be a year old in a month. I mean, it flew by like crazy. And it got me thinking that that people who don't have kids and I'm not shitting on you for not having kids. I mean, I, th- I think you'd be happier, but, you know, that's up to you. Um, people who don't have kids, it's kind of like this this loop that they live in. And it's almost like the loop that the, that we live in with the media. You know, we're inundated by the same thing over and over again, and they just keep changing the subject. Uh, but it's all the same. It's always the same. And, and, and when you live your life for yourself, um, you're kind of in that loop. You're kind of in that loop. But once you start focusing on uh, raising a family, starting a family and all that, you start realizing that time is moving by very quickly when it's not focused all around you. And then when you kind of see, you know, for instance, in, w- with my son, I see time passing. I actually can see it pass. It's very interesting. So then you start thinking about the future and you start thinking, how do I raise this kid, especially in a world that's so crazy? And a lot of people like to use that excuse, oh, the world's crazy. I can't have kids. The world's crazy. The world has always been crazy. It's just that we have knowledge of how crazy it is in real time now because of the internet and phones and technology. Um, the, the world has always been crazy in different shapes and forms. So you start thinking, okay, he's a baby, but in no time he's not going to be a baby. What are we going to do? You know, to put him in a school they're going to require vaccination of some sort. And I haven't vaccinated him with anything. And not only that, but really the rearing of your child is completely out of your hands once you give him to the state. And by the way, even if you give your kid, uh, if you send him to to a private school, that's technically still the state because it's all the edu- it's all the same education, uh, you know, unless you heavily vet a school and they completely reject uh, modern ways of of teaching. But in reality, every system of teaching right now is kind of the the Prussian system of teaching, which is, um, you know, kindergarten, elementary school, high school, and so on. Um, So the interesting thing that I was talking to my brother about was was that, where my brother was telling me that the first generation really um, to influence culture, pop culture, was kind of the 1950s boomer generation where they had the greasers and they all they all had that um you know those those groups those subcultures there was no there wasn't really a subculture before and now we are completely fragmented and we have massive amounts of subcultures because of the internet and i used to think that's a good thing i used to think oh my god that's awesome because if you're interested in blah 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 there's a whole culture of blah 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 for you but in reality uh, we are now a completely fragmented society where nothing binds us together because because of globalism, um, nationalism has been completely wiped off the face of the earth and, 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 and no one subscribes to religion anymore. So we really don't have anything to bind us all together and we're completely fragmented. And then if you look at the example of TikTok where it's subverting our youth and, and 
honing in on those subcultures and highlighting them, then we uh, are completely fucked. So it all starts at the family. And with the family, what you're supposed to do is identify dangers within society, especially the ones that are the establishment created by the establishment with the intention of completely taking over the family and um, vanquishing it. And you don't vanquish it by complaining to a school board and voting for a Republican school board official uh, and slightly change things because in reality what you're doing is you are still giving that system power and you're still giving that system credibility when it shouldn't have any credibility. So back to the subcultures and the greasers being um, an example of one of the first ones in the United States, um, what, what's interesting is that society also starts rewarding that whole system. And it all stems from the Prussian school system. So my brother was saying that it's almost like prison, where we have these, these, um, these family-sanctioned prisons where we send our kids to, and those prisons are like um, are like gangs. So when you have hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of twelve-year-olds all across the country in a certain grade, and they all feed off of each other, they're the ones who sway culture. They're the ones who say, "Oh, um, for for because I don't know anyone famous. Justin Bieber is now popular, and he's now famous, and we should." We should uh, revere Justin Bieber. And then all of these rabid 12-year-olds say, Justin Bieber is the person we should revere. Uh, then the market, because it's technically still a free market in the United States, the market dictates, because of what the 12-year-olds dictate, that Justin Bieber is, is where we should be focusing our money, our time, and our energy. And it's because the youth is, 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 is basically in control of culture, whereas it never used to be like that. So, you, you know... I was thinking, again, back to my baby. Um, kids don't know what's cool, but the capitalist culture we live in, because of, because of the, the Prussian school system, basically rewards things that are terrible and not good. And really, uh, things that lack, lack substance. And, and, uh, and it's interesting because, again, like I said, I was thinking about my kid and, and, and I was thinking about all the things that they market to parents for babies. There's this whole category of things and entertainment for babies. And that's never happened in the, in the history of hum, humanity. There, there was no baby songs. There was no baby stories. There was no baby movies. Uh, even when, uh, you know, for the first half of, of the, the, the life cycle of the film industry. There was never anything geared to, to kids. And then, it, 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 because even if you look at the stuff Disney was putting out, it was, it was pretty sophisticated stuff. It was, it was dark stuff that were reminiscent of the, the, the old fables that we would used to tell, the Grimm's fairy tales and all of that. I mean, if you look at that stuff, it's designed to teach kids a lesson, almost to scare them to teach them a lesson, and then they can learn and, and build off of that. Whereas now, uh, 